This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. Hey dancers! Welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. (laughs) Guys, we just interviewed Catherine Morgan. She's our first very special guest and wow, what a chat. You guys are- So interesting. Yes, you guys are going to love it. We chat about body image, confidence. Her company life. Yeah, at Miami City Ballet, New York City Ballet, what went right, what went wrong, like what she'd change. Oh, social media. We just chat about honestly everything, guys. You're going to find it super insightful. You're in for a treat. It's an extra long episode. Yeah, it's really (laughs) good. I really loved interviewing her. Oh, she's amazing. So, so lovely and down to earth. Um, Also, dancers, you can win- a mini bag if you listen to this episode so all you've got to do is take a selfie while listening to this episode and tag at stage chats on our instagram and we're going to be picking a winner on monday yeah so dancers let's get straight into it and here's Catherine. Okay, dancers, we are so excited. We have the amazing Catherine Morgan here, our first very special guest. Hello, Catherine. Hi. Hi. It's so exciting to have you here, Catherine. Yeah, we're very oh, excited. Oh, thank you for having me. It's I I didn't know I was your first guest, but I've been listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're the first guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. We literally were so excited yes. to like ask you to be our guest. So, I know. Yeah. And we honestly had your name pop up so much. So. Yeah. A lot of dancers want uh-huh. to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you. So I appreciate cool. that. I yeah. feel like as well, we'll be able to discuss a lot of different areas. Like you've been through so much in mm. your whole um, dance journey. So yeah. I feel like it's going to be such a, a good episode for all of you to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. good. Yeah. So cool. Now, I reckon we just start off with the first question because yeah. um, we sort of, you know, for those of you that might not know Catherine as well, I think it's important for you guys to realize, you know, where she started, how she mm. got her contract, how she actually got into the dance industry. And like so, where she is now. Exactly. Like how she got there. Yeah. Exactly. So what about, Catherine, you kick it off. And if you can just tell us, where did you start dancing? How did you get into SAB? Tell us all about that, which is School of American Ballet, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, I'll try and keep it short because it's, yeah. it's quite the story. Yeah. But I, I um, grew up in the South. My, my parents were in the military, so we moved around a lot. But by the time I was five, we mm. settled in Alabama mm-hmm. and I just started at a, at a ballet school there and, you know, yeah. fell in love with ballet. And by the time I was eight, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And my parents yeah, were yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, okay, keep, keep Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Are you sure you don't want to do architecture? Tennis? Or, you know, brain surgery. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but then we went to New York for Thanksgiving one year and saw the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I was 10 at the time. And I walked out of there and I was like, I'm going to be up there one day. I, that's Aww. where I want to be. Cause I yeah. just loved the vibrance of city ballet. I loved yeah. it. everybody danced, you know, the core mm. was just so involved. And so cut to age 15, I went, I auditioned and got accepted and went for the summer. Mm. Um, and I knew that's where I wanted to be. And so I sort of had this very, I've always been a goal person. Like I'm going to do this. I don't care what it takes. So I knew in my head that I wanted to get asked to stay for the year because you 
can't get into New York City Ballet if you don't. Like yeah. you have to attend school. And I think it's still the only wow. company in the world like that. Yeah, yeah. you gotta go to the school. Yeah. They only hire from the students. Wow. That's really good though. Cause like yeah. if you know you wanna go there, you know you have to go into the school. That's the exactly. Only way. It's like the feeder, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I say that now, but they recently hired, I believe, two male soloists outside, Ooh. which was, it was like a huge deal. Controversial. Right. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> but um, so I got asked to stay the first week I was there. And for the summer. And so my mom and I moved to New York because I was 15. My mother was like, you're not going to New York by yourself. Yeah, no Um, way. No way. And my father stayed and would commute when he could. So they literally were long distance for like three or four years. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Which I owe everything to them because they took care of me. Yeah. Because I was also of the temperament that I think I would have crumbled without my mom. Yeah, Mm. of course. Like I would have just been like, I don't know where I am. And especially being so young as well. Exactly. That's daunting. Mm -hmm. So I was there for two years at the school. And when I was 17, at the end of my second year, they offered me an apprenticeship in University Valley, which came with, (laughs) it was huge, which came with, I think there were eight of us, four women, four men. Mm. And they dismissed the men and they were like, okay, ladies. um, So you're getting your apprenticeships and you start tomorrow. And we were like, I'm sorry, what? um, (laughs) I need four extra swans for Swan Lake. So you begin rehearsals tomorrow, be in company class at 10. Oh my God. And And we all know how daunting that is. Company class, like that's, it's a lot. scariest thing ever, especially when you're new. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing. So we walk in the next, and usually with apprenticeships, like you would get it and you wouldn't start till like September. So you have like three months to process. Oh no, tomorrow. So I walk in. And the first person I see is Wendy Whalen in class. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) like, don't take her spot where she's standing. I don't want to see, you know, everybody has their spot. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, you get the look when all the newbies walk in. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, the newbies are here. Yeah. Your competition. (laughs) Who are these people? And so the first rehearsal I ever had with New York City Ballet, we're doing the opening Bore section. Oh, wow. And I bite it. I completely wipe out. Really? On my face. Oh, yeah. What you fall? On my face. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love that you call it. Do you call it bite it? Bite it, yeah. That's, oh my that gosh, is, that's, that's, that's very a, American. That's an American thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, in Australia, I don't think I've ever heard that, but how cool. Bite it. I'm going to start saying yeah, that. I like yeah. that. I bit it. <laughs> bit it, totally. On the floor, like just shoe came out from under me. I don't know, on a bore. Oh, I'm not sure what God. happened. Oh man. And so it was like, well, we got that out of our system. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. You know. But um, two weeks in, we had been rehearsing Swan Lake and one yeah. of the principals got injured she mm. tore her calf muscle in class like it was really bad Jeez. oh wow and they come up to me and they go so um yvonne was supposed to dance juliet in oh my Saratoga. gosh you're kidding and they were, we were like you to replace her <gasps> what just like, okay just wait just wait hold the phone batman had you yeah. got your contract so you you had an apprenticeship so you were still mm-hmm. an apprentice mm-hmm. what really that's, that's like insane I, that's unheard of i've never heard of that before yeah that's wow go it's, catherine thank you city ballet likes to do that though they'll <laughs> yeah. like throw you in to yeah. and mo- what's really interesting and almost sad at least when peter martins was at the helm if you mm. didn't get a principal role early like as an apprentice or a young core member you'd never yeah. would get promoted like you wouldn't get like progressed Mm -hmm. in the company 
Wow. So at least they know, like, at least, you know, they had like future things. Exactly. For you, like, right. They could see and so you there. I sort of did. I know we're on a podcast, but I did one of those like, look, like, is there someone behind me? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is not are for you me. sure? Yeah. Are yeah. you sure you're talking to me? Because um, I had also had a bad rehearsal. I had like such a, I was not in line. You know, they were like, oh, no. you know, act four, Swan Lake. You're just like, yeah. oh my gosh. So they said, you're going to replace her. And I just thought, is that even legal? Like, is this, yeah. Yeah. Is this real? this is not a drill yeah so they say here's the the tape because at that point young ones we had things called Mm. vhs okay you know where you'd put like the tape in the thing so they were like oh "Um, no oh yeah i know what you mean to like watch it yeah uh yeah. are you serious you had to learn it all off that off a video wow how did you do that i don't know if the royal was like this but for us like we had no time like you would learn a ballet rehearse a ballet and you might get three rehearsals max like that was it and like good luck here learn it do it done like yeah exactly because you would we do like 40 ballets a season like yeah exactly so they said um here's the tape learn it and you have your (gasps) first rehearsal in two weeks in Saratoga. So I was only going to have about a week of rehearsal. Wow. That is actually so, mental. Yeah. You better believe I learned that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah you like, would have. So, how many oh, yeah. performances did you do as Juliet? Probably, uh, I think I did two. Oh, wow. wow. And please tell me they gave you a full contract after that. <laughs> No, because actually <laughs> it was just the balcony scene. And I think it was good because I don't think I could have. Yeah, like a good introduction. Yeah. 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 Nine minutes on off, bow, you're done. Well, yeah. What an opportunity though. But yeah. don't you think the best opportunities happen when people get injured? It sounds awful, but yeah. like that's when your breaks do happen in a company because yeah. there's so much hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be the one to know it. You have yeah. to be the one to say, yeah, I've got this because that's your shot. There exactly. You have to believe in yeah. yourself. It's so much self-belief. Yeah, too. it actually. Yeah. yeah. To be able to get through. Yeah. So that went really well. And, mm. you know, ob- for obvious reasons, it made company life a little difficult because here of I was, the ba- baby 17 year old, like clueless who gets this role. Yeah. Um, Especially in a company of a hundred and something dancers. So it was, yeah, it it's was a big company. Hey, yeah, it's a big company. So so time went on and the, the way it works at New York City Ballet is you're mm. an apprenticeship for a full year. Okay. An apprentice a full year unless you automatically do nine ballets a season. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's based off like how many ballets you do, mm-hmm. how much you're casted. This is right. like a different world, Catherine. Yeah, like I almost very... have never heard of this. No. So bizarre. And it's, it's only a season. So like yeah. a season would be like winter season, spring season. Da, da, da. Yeah, I was going to so ask, I how long up... is a season? Sorry. How long is a season? Oh, you're fine. Um, it changed. It used to be just ridiculous. We would start in September, rehearse until November, just rehearsal, then do six weeks of Nutcracker, straight into eight weeks of winter season, get mm. off for a week, rehearse for eight more, perform form for eight more. It Whoa. was just like, it was like Broadway. Like you were on every night for Jeez. Um wow. Now they've split it up into three. So now they do okay. like fall season, which I think is four weeks rehearsal, four weeks performance. Got it. Nutcracker, then four weeks rehearsal. Four, so it's a little bit better spaced out. Yeah. But yeah. the eight week run was just. Yeah, that's a lot, little. isn't it? Yeah, you that's need so lot. many dancers because like not everyone can be able to keep going. No, the whole exactly. Time. Like you need a bit of break. I know, yeah. and injuries and whatnot. Yeah. So then how did you like cope? So obviously like you were getting all these roles and you were mm-hmm. new and like there were older people probably in the company that had been there for years and you were sort of like all of a sudden in front of them. Like, how did you kind of cope with that? Was that like a difficult time or? It was. I, that's a 
another reason my mom stayed with me because yeah. she was going to leave like once I got hired. But she was like, first of all, you're still a minor. You're only 17. Mm. Second of all, I see the mental stress you're under because you're yeah. having to carry ballets at 17 and 18 and you don't have any friends. <laughs> like at that point, I hadn't yeah. proven myself yet. So I was very shy and just sort of. So she became my friend. My mom Aww. was my best friend. Oh, that's um, so cute. Very sweet. Yeah. So I think my mom and my father keeping me down to earth because mm-hmm. he was like, I don't care if you're doing Juliet with New York City Ballet. You need to finish high school. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think that helped a lot. But I ended up doing eight, getting cast in eight or not. I think it was nine ballets mm. between December to February. Wow. And that sometimes happens when they know you're going to, they, they know they're going to keep you. Yeah. Got it. So they're yeah. like, all right, we need people just cast them. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. then I got my core contract on Valentine's Day. Oh, how lovely. That's so cool. With Brittany Pollock, who was probably my best friend at the time. She is now married Mm. to Jonathan Stafford, who's the current artistic director. Oh, my gosh. That's really exciting. So how long were you um, as a core dancer before you moved up? I was a core dancer from, I think, two and a half years. Got okay. it. Um, I was 21 when I was, I got my contract at 18. Mm-hmm. I had just turned 21 when I got my solace. 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 Yeah. Got it. With that then, so obviously there would have been a lot that happened in between from when you're in the court of ballet through to when you were becoming a soloist. But when did it then like start to change? So when did your journey at New York City Ballet, in your opinion, start to change and like, what were those moments? How did you feel? Because I think it's important, like on this podcast, we want to be like really honest with dancers. Mm-hmm. Like Ailish and I have really yeah. spoken about a few like hard topics. Um, and I think it's just important to hear it from your perspective as well, just from someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I will always tell the truth. I'm like, here's mm. what happened. Yeah, everything was going splendidly. You know, that's yeah. how it always goes. Right. Yeah. I had just debuted Aurora. In wow. Sydney, and yeah. it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. yeah. And I remember fellow dancers, this was like February of 2010. Mm-hmm. Fellow dancers would be like, I lose like five pounds a show. And I'm like, I like, what? I'm like gaining weight doing Aurora. Like what, yeah. what is going wrong on. with me? And then I got really tired. My hair started falling out and I thought it was Sleeping Beauty because again, stress. stress. So much stress. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So come spring season, in about April, Peter was doing a new ballet and I was in the studio six to eight hours a day and I was putting on weight yeah. and it made no sense. And they were coming up to me going, oh, are you aware? Like where? I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> my body, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I don't know what this is in, in, I'm not sure. Are you guys, do you guys use pounds or stones or what? Um, usually kilograms, kilograms, but pounds, isn't it pretty much like, like half? half? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. kilograms is half of pounds for those yeah. of you listening. So then I put on about 20 to 22 kilograms in six weeks. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, it was obscene. And even Peter was like, you're here all day long. I don't see you eating. Like, what is up? Yeah. I'm like, what's going I, on? I don't have time to eat. And I was also trying to starve it off because I knew we were doing this premiere. Yeah. Right. The costumes hadn't been done yet. And quite frankly, I was threatened with a white unitard yeah. to get yeah. my weight off. Yeah. And so, I mean, we ended up in like blue dresses, so it was mm. fine. But I was just like starving it off and it was coming, putting on. And I think Romeo and Juliet went that season too. And our hair artist was like, I have no hair to braid. Like, where is your hair? Oh my Um, my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. And it just got to that point where like, I didn't even want to look in the mirror. 
Mm. So it was just sort of like, you just don't even recognize yourself. So that ballet went and we went on summer break and my body literally was just like, okay, thank you. And I like expanded, I blew up, my hair fell out more. And it was just sort of like, okay, this is not just- Something's not right. Yeah, something's not right. Yeah. So I remember going to them and saying, I need to take a season off to like figure this out because, and they said, yeah, like funnily enough, City Ballet was very supportive the whole time I was I was going to say, that's good. Yeah, which is not always the case. No, they're not. Experienced again and elsewhere, but like it's just it was so weird so mm. i went to the doctor and they said yeah your thyroid gland which i didn't know what it was i was 21 yeah of course um, who, who who knows yeah, who knows yeah i didn't go to medical school <laughs> so <laughs> they were like your thyroid's like not functioning wow. and i was like okay and so they put me on medication and they said just take this medication you'll be fine mm. And I was like, great. Yeah. Cut to two years later, still can't get the weight off, still exhausted. Hair is still kind of, I feel like it was worse. Over wow. And you're about like, what, 23 at this point? 23 at this point. And yeah. thankfully they kept casting me in things to like, see if I could do it. And then I couldn't get through the ballet or I couldn't fit oh. in the costume. Um, and I remember it was Midsummer, Midsummer Night's Dream, yeah. that finally after a rehearsal, Peter just called me into his office and he was like, so how are you doing? And I just lost it. I yeah. just burst into tears. I was like, I am so so ill. I feel mm. so fat. I yeah. can't do this anymore. I need to just go home and focus on my health. Yeah. Health mm. is and number so one. I'm going to just not <clears throat> renew my contract. Yeah. When it's out. Yeah. Wow, that's he a gave big, me a big, big decision. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Because it I was on the hamster wheel. Like it yeah. just was not getting. And if you better. can't get on stage, then like what's the like what's, what's the, point the point? Being a yeah. dancer, you know? No, I was two years in the company without ever getting on stage. And wow. it was yeah, just it's a long time. so depressing. Yeah. Very so depressing. I left. I left and went moved back home to Alabama for a little bit and started seeing many, many doctors because mm. even you know, with 20 to 20 extra kilograms on you or 45 pounds in the American. Like you still look normal. Yeah. If you're a ballerina. Yeah, yeah, true. So a lot of uh-huh. doctors would have been like, what do you mean? Yeah, like you're, you're healthy, healthy now. 23 year old. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they said to me. What yeah. are you talking yeah. about? You've gained weight. You're like in the correct, you know, exactly. I would literally like take my phone and be like, this is what I used to look like. <laughs> get, me this 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 now. Yeah. get me back to this. So it just never, even leaving city ballet didn't get any better. So finally, after about another two years, I Finally, they checked me for Hashimoto's, which is an mm. autoimmune condition. Yeah. Okay. And the it, nine doctors later, one was finally like, I don't know why they didn't check you for this four years ago. And I'm oh, like, how frustrating. That nice. yeah. yeah. And it's Very not something they check for in a young 20 year old, 20, no. 21, 22. So that's why they never checked for it. And it's just a condition where your body basically attacks your thyroid. So no matter how much medication you're giving it, it doesn't work. It's not working. Right. Well, at no. this point too, were like New York City Ballet like reaching out? Like, did you feel supported from like that perspective as well? Or like once you left, was it just like, okay, like that's it. On to the next thing. Like, what was the go yeah. there? Once I left, it was I was kind of forgotten about. And I I was mm-hmm. actually happy about that because I was so ashamed that I kind of like was on this huge, Tra- you know, like, ascent. Tra- what's that word? Trajectory. Yeah. Trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And then I just literally like took a nosedive, just yeah. fell off the yeah. cliff. That's a and lot so, mentally, yeah. a lot yeah. mentally. Yeah. It was Hopefully so you get a psychologist at that point. Like yeah. I, I would, I would need to speak to someone. That's like a mm-hmm. lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, like, did you get, yeah. Did you get help or? I did. I saw a friend who's a life coach and okay. she really kind of said, okay. She started me thinking about, first of all, the problems of ballet, like the yeah. fact that you look like a normal person and yet you're considered like huge in huge, the ballet. Yeah. Um, and then she started to be like, well, what else can you do? Like, let's, you know, can you explore? Yeah. And at, at about that time too, like Twitter was starting and social, social media, media was early yeah. and there were posts like what happened to Catherine Morgan? Mm. She like, did she die? I literally once said, did she die? What? Like she, she just disappeared. Like, where did she go? So that's when I decided to start YouTube because I wanted to kind of like, I'm say, alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> this Hi. is my story. I didn't get fired. Yeah. I decided yeah. to leave. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so the you know, yeah. And it's still, it was nice because YouTube, if you want it to be, can be right here. Just exactly. neck up. And I didn't oh, yeah. have to show my body. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. That's yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like for you at that point, that would have been yes. very good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. So that's why I started you feel with like stage a, makeup. Yeah. So did you feel a huge pressure about your body weight when you're at New York City Ballet? Or was that more pressure from yourself? I think it was more pressure for myself because up until that point, I had never been like the smallest one in the room, but yeah. had never been like a strong like I was always small. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was only ever mentioned to me one point when I first got in the company because I was like going through pu- I went through puberty very, very late. Same with <laughs> us. So, Same thing, hey. Yeah. I think it's a dancer athlete thing. It yeah. is. I really hey. do. Yeah. Um, like I was like 17 when I got my like I was yeah. late. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I kind of ballooned a little bit, and that's right around the time we were doing the full length Romeo and Juliet. And mm. so it's just like you need to, you know, you're carrying this ballet. But that was the only time it was ever mentioned to me. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Um, so then all of a sudden to like have it go the other way and like every three days they were like are you aware are you aware are you aware yeah. like I am you aware know. it's very <laughs> like hard. no I had no idea yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in a leotard yeah. in front of right. the mirror all day every day yeah. you know what feels yeah different in your yeah. body yeah so then I started YouTube and that kind of you know as you know kind of just takes a whole nother direction yeah. oh it does and yeah. YouTube was like the first kind of social media yeah. platform as well and so. even like kids listening to this like back even like for you Catherine like at that point where you were like okay I'm going to do YouTube and even like I can relate to that too like social media was not big no it was not the thing it was on the rise so like you know how everyone's got a TikTok everyone's got an Instagram everyone's got a YouTube channel it was not like that at all right no at one point I think it was as professional dancers go literally the two of us yeah that were on there and I think Crazy. I always say that I benefited because I was one of the first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not like we're trying to start it now. Yeah. No, yeah. It would be Absolutely. very hard. Yeah. yeah. So, so interesting, isn't it, from that perspective? And it just yeah. also occurred to me, I even look back at old videos and I'm just like, yeah, at that point I was still like, Ballet's an aesthetic art and it yeah. has to yeah. be like this. And yeah. now I'm like, nope. Nope. Let's make nah. this. Yeah. <laughs> like eight years later, I'm Someone like, no, this, this is wrong. Yeah. 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 So yeah, how literally. many years did you have off dancing before um, you used to um, join Miami, wasn't it? It was technically performing nine, mm. company seven, because those two wow. years at City Ballet, I was not on stage. Yeah. Got it. Um, That's insane. I did, 
I did little gigs here and there. I do yeah. nutcrackers here and there, but not like full company life. So you were no. like training as well, like still taking class. So did you always uh, want to go back on stage or were you like done? At one point I thought I was done. I had gotten married for the first time and I had stopped taking class. I probably didn't take class for maybe three years, three or four years. That's just a long time. Right. No. It's yeah, but it was nice because like all the injuries healed yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your body was um, covered. Yeah. But I, and at one point, I think I even announced on YouTube, like, I'm not going back into a company. I'm done. This yeah. is my future now. And yeah, you, again, life changes. It does yeah. change. It, happens. it does. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. like um, in that time, like in that interim of, you know, seven to nine years, like everything for you really grew, like your online mm-hmm. presence really grew and you had an audience. And obviously then that kind of then leads us into, so you quit ballet actually before we get into like Miami and stuff. Yeah. You quit ballet. How was it as well with that decision to quit? Like in that moment when you were 23, were you 23? Yeah, we left City Ballet at 23 and really didn't dance other than like a class video on YouTube here and there till probably 28, maybe. Yeah. Did you find it hard to quit? Like, because it's very bold move. And I find like a lot of dancers, they have those thoughts, but to be able to actually like walk away, like, was that, was that really hard for you? It was, but it wasn't. I think by the time, because of the situation I was in for two years of not being on the stage, it was a battle for two years. Yeah. Yeah. And it was finally like, oh, thank the Lord. Like, yeah. I don't have to do this. Yeah. And so yeah. I almost needed it. I needed yeah. to like not because I hated ballet at that point. Yeah, yeah I couldn't you watch it. Away. I didn't want to do it. I yeah. just yep. was like, no. Um, And then I think the, the desire like sort of burned a little bit until mm. people would say, well, you need to get back on stage. You need to do this. You need to do that. And so then yeah. I'd be like, no. And it wasn't until that I actually wanted to. Yeah. And it was, oh, I'm going to do this for me because everybody yeah. had written me off. Exactly. Yeah. That's when I really got back to it. Yeah. So then it was that point where, okay, so seven years had passed. You'd built your audience mm-hmm. on Instagram um, and YouTube as well. Um, what made you then go, okay, I think it's time. Like I want to join a company. How come you didn't choose New York City Ballet? Like why was it Miami? Like what was the process there in like yeah. getting back into it? Mm. I think it was, first of all, I had gotten married and it had fell apart after 10 months. It was Whoa. really bad. There was infidelity and it was bad. Oh, Jesus. Um, and so I got back into the studio f- as healing for me. I would nice. just stick yeah. on the shoes and see what happened. And suddenly it Working was like, for you. Yeah. Nice yeah. That. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's suddenly really it was lovely. like, yeah. huh. This is working well. Like, yeah. hmm. so I moved back to New York because that's where all my teachers and trainers and Pilates people were. And yeah. at that point, like I was, I had no relationship. So I was like, I can. You're free. I, yeah. What I want. And how was your yeah. health at that point as well? Getting better. Um, mm-hmm. At that point, that stress kind of put me over the edge a little bit. But I think getting True. back to New York for me kind of solidified things. Even my teachers, I got back there like, where have you been? Look at you. It's yeah. yeah. It was very bizarre. So I had heard through the grapevine that Miami needed dancers. And so Mm. and a couple of people like I would take class at steps all the time, which is like the the hub of everybody. The pineapple Mm. of London. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Exactly what it is. And um, they were like, oh, Miami needs dancers. You might like it. Um, It's about half the size of City Ballet. And Mm. I had thought about maybe trying to go back into City Ballet and it one point there was talks of that but mm. i just it wasn't the right time they needed boys at the time not Got women it. Not, they were not like women. we are saturated on women wow um, okay so i was like all right that's not that door is not open let's try elsewhere so yeah. um i 
went down to Miami for four days, auditioned, mm. um, was told, you know, by artistic staff, oh, you look beautiful. We'd love to see you dancing again. And I told them my story and sat for mm. probably 30 minutes and talked and, um, oh, you look beautiful. Like, don't worry, you know, and then they offered me a soloist contract. Well, wow. it was, on the spot. It was about four weeks later. Jeez. That's they, incredible. They called, yeah. yeah. So you went in, so you basically went into later. the office, like spoke to them about like the potential and how important it is as well for dancers to have a voice and be able to talk. Yeah. And like, I always say that, I know that's a bit off topic, but like, like you had to sit in a room with directors. Like that's, yes. that's intimidating. It is very intimidating. Yeah. Because yeah. your whole life you're taught to do as you're told. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like you'll dance this with this person on this day and you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll learn this, but you won't do it. Okay. Yeah. I know. (laughs) It's actually crazy the stuff you're like told and you just have to do it. Like no other industry. Just accept it. Like, oh God. No other industry (laughs) put up with it either. You're gonna you're gonna spend six yeah. You're gonna spend six hours a day learning this part that you're never gonna do. Yeah. Yay, fun. That sounds like a blast. Actually, okay. So you got this contract then with Miami. I guess that was celebration mode. You would have been like, Yes, yes, yes. It's all coming together. Stage, yeah. But in that time of when you got this contract right, did, were they like promising you like you're going to do this, you're going to dance this, you're going to do we have this on the pathway for you? Like what was the go there? Loosely, like, yes. Loosely, yes. Hmm. I was told things. I was even told in an email, I have you down for this, 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 and this. Wow. Um, and I was like, wow, fantastic. And, and you know, when till you're dancing, you can't hmm. get in dancing shape. No, yeah. yeah, you do need to. So, dance. like, I even started to get in better shape than when I auditioned, and I was yeah. like, "Oh wow, I'm feeling really good." Yeah. And I debuted. The first thing I did was Slaughter on Tenth Avenue, Balanchine Slaughter on Tenth Avenue, which yeah. is so Amazing. much fun. It's it's a character. It's like she's the striptease girl from the 1930s. Like, it's super yeah, cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And shortly around that time, I was starting to be told that I wasn't in shape. You didn't look good. Um, I need oh. you to get your body in shape. And I'm thinking, I'm more in shape than when you hired me yeah. so yeah. you know and also you know like your whole story as well like yeah. I feel like that's yeah. really like inconsiderate for them to mention that exactly. after all you've been through like right and I, I pointed out that I physically yeah. can't get to be like the tiny little no yeah. I can't I physically no. can't yeah, yeah. so well, and then once it was told to me at half hour call for my final show of slaughter mm, yeah. that I needed to get in shape. Oh, by the way, have a good show. And what? you're like, yeah, yeah. And you're so like toxic. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. That's toxic. And yeah. and in slaughter, you are literally wearing a corset with fringe. That is the costume. It is wow. the thing. And so you're nothing. like, now I have to get out there and like shimmy and be a strip yeah. girl. <laughs> and try and I was feel, just told, yeah. yeah. Feel myself, so, but not. <laughs> <laughs> so things started to kind of snowball from there. And I got take, I was supposed supposed to dance firebird and i got taken out of that and i what was do you mean taken to- out of yeah. how does that even like but you're looking better i don't understand like this is just so this is what's so wrong in the dance world yeah well and i even have footage of myself rehearsing that role and i'm very hard on myself and i yeah. showed it to my fiance who is also a first soloist at with ballet west here in utah at the time i said am i crazy like yeah. tell me if i'm too fat he's like i think you look spectacular so yeah. it was very odd to me like i know when i'm not looking good and that yeah. was video i'm like i look i look fine fine yeah. i don't get it so it was just weird um and then i was just i stopped eating again because i'm like went back yeah. into 17 year old mode of like i yeah. have to impress and, you know yeah and then i ended up straining a calf muscle because i wasn't eating and then i got back i got That's back in shape crazy. 
and got taken out of Firebird. And then I got taken out. The final straw for me was I got taken out of a Twilight Thart piece mm. two days before the show after I'd already been cast and I had family coming to see the show. Oh, that's just, yeah. no, that's not. And, okay. and was that all based just on the way you looked? Like they yes. weren't happy? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's And honestly- so at that point, you know, I kept to myself and a lot of, my colleagues have since like tried to call me out and say she was lazy and this and that. But at that point what? when I was not colleagues. Doing, yeah. When I was not doing anything, I literally could not get into, co- I could no. not take company class. No. Like, yeah. I'm like, what is the point of this? Yeah. It's very so, demotivating in yeah. being in that yeah. situation. You, you're like cast and then you get taken out of something. You already feel like, you know, quite vulnerable. And then to then be expected to then like show up the next day with a smiling face. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I am not dancing anything. Why on earth would I come to class? Like, I'm yeah. just, so it was just very, I would go to the gym instead. And so yeah. it looked like I was being lazy, but I just needed to get somewhere somewhere yeah. Yeah. and do something to not. So I totally, it's, I totally understand where they're coming from, mm. but I wasn't being lazy. I just mentally couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And like, like honestly, that's so I, fair. <laughs> yeah. Everything I thought I was celebrated for when I was hired was yeah. actually not the case. And so that's when it just wow. became, I, I was done. And then the pandemic hit. And, yeah. and oh, so it was so, kind of good, good timing in a way. One thing actually you mentioned, like obviously at Miami, because you realize that they kept saying like lose weight, blah, blah. Did you know when you were like in that starve mode, you know how you said like you weren't eating, like obviously you'd been down that road before. Like, mm-hmm. did you realize at the time, like, okay, what I'm doing is wrong, but like, I feel like I need to do this to keep my job or like, what was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, I felt like it was all my fault. I literally uh, thought this is all your fault. You're, you're not working hard enough. You're eating too much. What is your problem? Wow. And I think it's with dancers everywhere that I see now yeah. that I've taken a step out of it. I'm like, we will do anything to yes. please the person in the front yeah. of the room. But yeah. that's the, that's almost like the issue in the dance world. It's like, you need to be like a hundred percent inside about yourself. Like before you can give, you know, the stage or your yeah. directors or yeah. your colleagues, like and you you're know, dancing 100%. for someone else as well. Yeah. Like that's the hard part. Like yes. even though you, love to dance but you're trying to please someone else and if they're telling you mm. what you're doing is not good enough then it's like how can you balance that yeah, like, exactly do you think that's no, like ahead. what um it's like still happening in the dance world like yeah. or do you think we've oh, like yes. progressed no i think we are made to <laughs> think oh we haven't we've yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. i think we've been made to think so yeah because many 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 ballet companies who claim to be forward thinking who claim to be inclusive if you actually look at it they're not yeah no, I yeah. Agree. um and it might be that one special case or whatever but it's just not quite it's not where we're made to believe not enough um, hey no no, Definitely and dancers not. can't say anything. And that's what that's why I spoke out six months later, because I thought yeah. I actually am in the position to be able to speak out without any like I'm not going to lose a job. No. I don't work there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Most dancers can't. So if not you, who is going to speak? Out? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you're educating the younger audience as well to be like, this is not OK. Like, yeah. You have to stand up for yourself. You as do well. have to stand up for yourself because yeah. no one else yeah. will. Yeah. Like they're happy to just like see you go and, you know, do whatever you're going to do next. But if you're not then like shining light on on why you left and the real reasons like this is really happening like the dance world like needs I think much more awareness around body image even don't you think in schools like there should be like yes nutrition talks like yeah. there should be so much more focus on that because it's such a big issue in companies schools everywhere and I, I think a part honestly is you know I've made my job out of social media but I think social mm. media is part of the problem because these kids literally get on Instagram and they see these gorgeous photos of yeah. whatever and they're like I have to look like that 
Yeah. That person's like probably happened? editing their photo yeah. though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> editing their foot. Yeah. 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 So true. It's like almost so, like a false sense of reality. Hey. Mm. And what's really sad is when I did speak out, I got a lot of private messages from many professional dancers of all different companies that said, I mm. would love to publicly support you, but I can't. Otherwise I lose my job, but just know I'm behind you. That's and I was so just like, not- valid. I got it. Thank you. Like, yeah. totally get it. Don't you think that's also like a little bit sad? I feel like the dance world's like that one world where like dancers, they, they literally like almost feel as though they can't speak up, but it's like, if you're in any other profession, you'd be able to. Yeah. Why yes. is it like, you know, why is it like that yeah I don't know and I think it's again goes back to that whole way of that we're trained you just do as you're told yeah and yeah. if you don't do it we've got four other people in line who want your spot yeah exactly, exactly. that's exactly right and it's almost like you've got to devote yourself to the art form mm-hmm. I feel sometimes and if you're not prepared to do that as you just said there's someone else that will yes yes it's like you have to be you have to put ballet first and they have yeah. to save for ballet and you're just yeah. like do you know yeah <laughs> no exactly there is and I think I think for people watching too you got to remember like if you know you are feeling like you've got a lot of pressure about your body or just about anything like you got to ask yourself like is this worth it is my happiness getting suffered because of this art form and if that's the case I don't know if it's I don't think it's worth it yeah (laughs) I think that's why we saw a lot of retirements through the pandemic yeah you're right people were like oh I don't have to be miserable anymore exactly yeah Yeah. it almost like opened up new pathways right they found different career things and you know so true so true so then you obviously left and you publicly you know announced it as well have you like heard anything from Miami since or is that just like it and I didn't expect to nor did I want to um I was very careful in how I spoke out about it and still am yeah I even had a lawyer friend watch the video and say can they come after me on it you know I just wanted to be Mm. very careful Careful. tactful but yet truthful um and I don't need I don't need it I don't need them to say anything. I don't need them to, I really don't. I don't, I wasn't trying to start a war or get money or whatever. It was just more of a, here's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Educating people. Yeah. Cause it was so public that I joined. Mm. And then I had so many people say, you know, you're, I barely see you on stage there. You're barely cast. Is everything okay? So it was starting again. The rumbles were starting. Exactly. So you're like, like, it was like, here we go again. (laughs) Social media. love it, but hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. So that's, when I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do my own thing. I have, I have the ability to let me mm-hmm. just go full steam ahead with yeah. my stuff. And that's what I've been doing since. Exactly. You don't think um, like, you know, don't, don't be offended by this, but like with Miami, you don't think like they employed you because you had a following at that point. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. think like they hired you for that to like shed light on their company or I don't know, like, no, honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea. It mm. could have been that it could have been that they did see something in me with my dancing. It could be that I was former New York city, but I don't know. Yeah. True. Um, and that could be debated between now and, you know, the ends of time. So exactly. Who knows? I don't know. And I think it's, it's also what I realized, especially with what I've built, which is why, and I've said this already publicly, I will 99 percent most likely not go back into a ballet company because Mm. I would have to give all this up yeah because when you're in a ballet company the ballet company comes first yeah Yeah. exactly and And so eight hours a day yeah yeah 
I would love to get to the point where I do my own performance tour with dancers and like be able to, you know, give galas here and there with my, you know, and I'm fortunate in a position where I think that's going to happen. So I don't feel the need to like be in a company. Exactly. Um, Got that feeling. And the other thing is too, like, although all these like hardships that you've gone through, it has like led you to where you are today. Obviously, you know, negative things that happen in our life, it does put you on the right path. And now you've been able to start. So now explain to everyone. So you started Catherine Morgan and Friends. Like that's so exciting. That's amazing. And it's it's a community. And I just, that name was a joke actually, because so many, (laughs) so many galas are like so-and-so and and friends. Yeah, they are. So-and-so and friends. So I was just like, Catherine Morgan, and it stuck. Yeah. So we were like, we couldn't Just think of a better it. name. We were like, okay. So it that has turned into workshops and masterclasses and online things. And, you know, yeah, I would cool. love to get it to a performance tour. Um, and we're doing an adult intensive this summer because yeah. you know, I, love, I love my adult dancers. And exactly. next year we will have a full summer intensive for young ones and adults. So it's, so you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's sort of developed into this own thing. And I'm good with that now. Yeah. And I just danced at the Youth America Grand Prix Gala. So I'm still getting to dance. Yeah. So you're still dancing and, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Best of both I just did a, did a Wilden ballet. So it's like. Oh, yeah. Chrissy Wilden. Love him. Wilden. He's so him. nice, isn't he? <laughs> we love him so much. Tony Award winning. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, how nice <laughs> is that? That's so, so lovely, Catherine. You're yeah. able to do both now. Yeah. Um, now, on the podcast, we always love to get yeah. our dancers to ask a question. And we've asked them, you know, what do you want us to answer live on the podcast? So right. Ailish will pick a question. I'll read it. How cool though Catherine I actually love hearing about that and thank you for being so honest as well like it's yeah. really it's really yeah. refreshing a big inspiration very yeah. big inspiration and I, well, think I just always like related to the dancers who were honest like the person who mm. got me through the hardest time while I was at New York City Ballet when I was sick was Jennifer Ringer and she's a yeah. former principal with New York City Ballet and she had also gone through some health challenges and things like that and she sort of took me under her wing and it was her being oh, nice. honest with me that got me through exactly. so I try and be that for other people exactly Do you have a read as well? Yeah, I'll have a read. Okay, cool. All right, let's have a Hi, dancers on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Love Instagram, as we said, hey. Um, Okay, maybe this is like more to do with confidence and um, this could be a good one. I feel like a lot of young dancers go through this. Yeah. And I feel like we get asked this heaps. Um, Catherine, (laughs) (laughs) your advice on how do you deal with when you're feeling like you're not good enough at dance? It's, this is such a loaded question because why don't, I guess the first thing is why, why don't you feel good enough? Did someone say you weren't good enough? Did the teacher say it? Or are you putting that on yourself? Mm. Yeah. Are you standing next to little so-and-so at the bar and seeing her lift her leg and think you're not good enough? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's dance is such a self over analyzing focused thing. And that's yeah. part of your job that that tends to get in your brain of like every little thing that's wrong, like every pinky finger that's wrong. Mm. Um, so I think it's just to stay, take a step back and, and go, okay, what are my strengths and own those strengths? I say this yeah. all the time. When I was at New York City Ballet, I was not like the Balanchine girl. I was not mm. the super technical one. Like I'd look at Tyler Peck and be like, yeah, no, can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> no way. Um, and so I learned, but I was really good at Juliet. Yeah. I was really good at the, so you have to start embracing that. 
Embrace yeah. what you're good at. You're not going to be able to do every single role that exists. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not. Yeah. Um, and once you start owning your strengths and being proud of them, work on your weaknesses, but own your strength. It starts to get better. It's a long mental thing. Yeah. It's a long process. I wish I could sit here and say, well, just don't think that. No, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah. Um, that's not true. And it starts with you. And I think once you start appreciating what you're good at, you're more motivated to fix your weaknesses. Totally. Yeah. In comparison too, I think that's like a big one. Don't you think in the dance world, yeah. it's like oh, comparison. Yeah. That's like kind of why those thoughts even just like a pop up in the first place. You yeah. think you're not good enough because of the other person next to you, but it's like they're doing their own thing. They're on their own journey. You're on yours. Like it's good that you're different as well. Like yeah. if everyone was the same, it'd be so boring. Yeah, like, exactly. So boring. Yeah. So yeah. boring. Yeah. yeah. And literally, you know, it's, it's hard not to compare because mm. of people, you know, again, you're all in the leotard and you're all standing yeah. there. And, but you know, you want to be you, you want to be your own strength. And I also think we get so caught up in what cast we are. Oh, I'm second yeah. cast, not yeah. first cast. Like, do you get to do the ballet? Then just yeah. it's fine. You know, yeah. so it's everything is a mental game. Yep. Yeah. The cast, the, you know, if you're in the core, I'm not in the front line. Like it's so such a mental thing. Yeah. yeah. It's more and mental so than physical sometimes. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. the survival of up here yeah. almost, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a very good answer. Yeah. Catherine, it has been so lovely yeah. to have you on here. Thank, thank you. you so much. Honestly, this thank was amazing. You. And I just want to say watching what you've built as well. It's just amazing. Like Aww, everything thanks. you do. I just, I think it's incredible. We so have a lovely, that. amazing team that obviously yeah. help us and we make it all happen too. It's like, you know, it's obviously behind what you do as well. The same thing. Like it's not just us. Us. It's definitely like right. a team of us and all working hard and you gotta love it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, love it shows it. if but you love it. Thank you for having me. This oh, was thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank oh, you. thank you. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, Bye dancers! dancers.